0: Hello darkness, my old friend, is definitely not what we're going to be talking about this week, because today, on Triggered Tuesdays, your host Tom and Josh, I mean I'm Josh, and I have gas, sick, today we're going to be talking about the tri- <laughs> the triggered word of happiness, happiness, now, what it means to us, so I'm going to shoot the ball right up your ass and ask you straight away, what does
1: it mean to you? I'm going to ask for a request that you don't make this too cheesy, okay. Sweet. Um, well, it's, it's a bit obvious what it fucking means, Josh. Oh, what does it mean to you? What does it mean to me? Yeah. It means me not wanting to kill myself. Sick. <laughs> and that has been this week's episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. Yeah, I think I think there's, there's different realms. I don't know if that's the right word. I think there's different concepts of happiness. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of it comes down to being content. Yeah. You don't have to be over the moon with everything. You just got to be... Comfortable. Yeah. Like I've learned, especially in the last few years, that being comfortable means more. Being content, being, you know, happy with every, where everything is, that everyone's okay, means more than in the moment for five minutes being like, this is the best thing in the world. I'd rather just be, you know, more comfortable and content over a longer period of time than have those experiences where it's like,
0: this is amazing.
1: Yeah. Because then you're constantly chasing a dream of, I've got to feel better than that. I've got to feel like that all the time. And it's just not normal. It's It's, not not right. You can't do that all the time. No, definitely not. I, I completely agree. I think
0: if he was constantly striving for that whole, oh, yeah, this is the best moment of my life, you would have nothing to look forward to. I don't know. I think you'd be very stuck and you'd get very unhappy very quickly.
1: I was having a conversation today where... I was saying, I, I live my life a quarter of a mile at a time. Diesel. Um, family, family. Um, no, I, I kind of look at them as checkpoints. So, and I've said this to you before, I do this thing springies. No, didn't spring. Thanks, microphone stand. Boing. Boing. <laughs> I do this thing where I have checkpoints in my head. Okay. And I always have to have something to look forward to because if I don't, I'll go mad. I feel like I'm going crazy. Like events, for instance. Yeah, so for instance, we've just came back from Download Festival. I looked forward to that for a whole year. Yeah. Um, And then as soon as we came back, I booked tickets for next year's.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Because then that gives me a whole year to look forward to something. Yeah. Um, That's a big event. That's our holidays. I don't go abroad. I don't do all that sort of stuff. And those are the things that really build memories for me. Mm -hmm. Um, I can be quite, how do I put it? I can I can be quite I wouldn't say forceful but I I can be quite insistent on the way that I am with things sometimes, and uh, it's because I I know what I'm comfortable with and I know what and who makes me happy. Yeah. So you know, for instance, okay, download was very hot this year, mm-hmm. and it was uncomfortably hot, but I was happy because I had everyone around me that I cared about. Yeah. So then. As soon as I'm back, I'm like, I need something now to look forward to because otherwise I feel like I'm going to go crazy.
0: Yeah, that's fair.
1: So that's how I've always approached it. And you've always got to have something long-term to look forward to. So obviously that will be the next year, Yeah, which doesn't sound like long-term, but you have the short-term things that you look forward to, and that could be I'm looking forward to recording the next batch of podcasts next week or so, you know the, the time where we get to do something. It could be going out for a meal. It could be just spending time with friends and having a good evening together. But then that's the short term. Yeah. And then those short terms feed into the long term. And then you build up this whole picture of happiness across your life rather than having this thing where you just go, oh, I'm happy now, I feel sad. I'm happy now, I feel sad. You look at those things and you try to build up this whole puzzle piece of things that make you happy, and then that ends up being your life. It's
0: a good way of putting it that way, purely for the fact that you know for a fact you're going to have a massive string of memories that you can look back on, and yeah. you'll be able to look at look back on them, like whether it's, I don't know, last week for instance, we were at Download, you'll, you'll be able to say, oh yeah, I went to see this band, and I was with Josh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, we had such a good fucking time, because so the energy and the vibe was like amazing. But then you could get down six months down the line, and then re- relive that memory.
1: Yeah. And I think I've I've reached that point personally where I've reached that point where I've been to festivals so many times now that I don't need to be running from stage to stage seeing all these different bands. Mm-hmm. I can literally just be sat on the hill, have a chat, have a laugh, see some good music, and then, you know, just relax, really. Like, I enjoy that stuff a lot more now. And I think it's because the last few years I've been in positions where I felt truly unhappy in my head. Mm-hmm. And that's not because of anyone. That's not because for a certain reason, it's just that there's some times in your life where you just don't feel happy. Yeah. So uh, I've reached that point where I will prioritise happiness now.
0: Well, you've got to. Otherwise, you'll, you'll end up spiralling into a position where you'll be struggling to get out of it.
1: Yeah. And I, th- I think it's it's important that you prioritise yourself. Yeah, you have to. You, you can have those people that will st- sit there and go, oh, well, that's, that's selfish, but you, you have to be selfish to then influence and affect the people around you. Yeah, of course, because unfortunately,
0: if say for instance you had someone called Dave, who was very selfish and looked after themselves. If you had then someone called Jamie, who then, I mean, I don't know who these Dave and Jamies are. Definitely not your brother, let's just put that that. (laughs) out. Someone was a people pleaser, and they wanted to please others all the time, and never really take time for themselves to make themselves happy, they are going to, yes, they may feel happiness from that. But deep down, I know for a fact they wouldn't uh, because yeah. they're not being able to satisfy what they truly want to do. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, whereas the Dave who they take time out for themselves, they'll feel their genuine happiness purely for the fact they're able to, they'll feel a lot more fulfilled. Yeah, That's how I perceive
1: it. That's the thing is you're looking for that feeling of fulfillment and being in a a position where you are not only comfortable yourself, but everyone around you is comfortable. That might not be, you know, being rich, famous or whatever. That don't mean shit. No, no. It might just be making sure that everyone around you is okay. And sometimes, you know, like the Headspace episode, sometimes that comes down to sitting down with someone and just being like, how are you? Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's all well and good, especially with a, a lot of men where they go, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. No, but like, really, how are you? People don't do that enough. No, I can like personally
0: put my hand on my heart and say, I, I don't do it enough. Or like, within the past twelve to eighteen months, it's become very apparent to me. Really does help opening up, even if yeah. it's just a little bit at a time. Taking a step is better than just standing still.
1: Yeah, and I think it's also learning to have those people around you that you can really be honest with and feel comfortable being honest with.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's also having those people that will call you out and stuff as well. Like, I remember having a conversation with you last week. Had I said it to anyone else, they would have been like, you're an asshole. <laughs> but I said to you, like, there's sometimes that you say things and it sounds like you don't believe it coming out of your mouth yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, you don't believe your own words. And then I'm like, there might be something more happening. Mm-hmm. And that's okay, that's completely fine. But it's it's one of those that I, in a certain way, I'm probably more qualified to say that to you than a complete stranger. Yeah, because you know
0: me. And you have for the best part of over 20 years.
1: Yeah, and I think it's one of those that you have to be in that position where you can say that stuff. And, like, there's a trust between the two people. There's a mutual bond where you can be like, I'm not saying this to hurt you. Yeah, I'm not saying this to be a dick. I'm saying this so... I can make sure that you're okay. Mm-hmm. And to, to me, because obviously it sounds like I've gone off on one, but to me, you know, happiness is not just me. Yeah, it's the people around you. Yeah, it's your circle. It, it's the people around you because then that influences you on a daily basis and then you end up being in a position where everything just becomes better. Yeah, and, of course. And, you know, it becomes easier day by day to kind of just deal with shit really because you know that you've got that support circle. Yeah,
0: it's, it's very difficult to try and have that, I wouldn't say true definition of happiness, if the people around you are in a position where they're suffering.
1: Yeah, that definition is also malleable. It's going to change depending on the person. Yeah, of course it will. Someone, you look at Conor McGregor, for instance, I know that's a really weird <laughs> That's example, very specific. But you could look at him on the surface layer and be like, well, he's got three kids. Mm-hmm. Maybe he wanted kids and he's filthy rich. Maybe his whole driving force behind him was money. Mm-hmm. Some people just aren't fussed about that. You see some people that are really artistic and they get an outlet through art and that's good for them too. Mm. Everyone is completely different. I feel like I should flip it on its head and say, what What does it mean to you? Because I've basically spoken <laughs> for 10 minutes. <laughs> I'm, I hate you when I do this because I'm so <laughs> cautious of me talking shit. It's fine. Being
0: someone who over the past 12 months like mental health had slightly deteriorated. It's become apparent taking time for yourself really does. Like, invest in yourself. That is the main thing. I don't give a shit what anybody says, whether you're the happiest person or you're uh, like the saddest person in the world. I can guarantee every single person is going to feel crap Yeah, at least once a week. And it may just be for a couple of seconds. It may be for the whole day. But having time to be able to reflect on positive things that you have in life really to make a difference and the people who support you. Like, I, th- I think that's one of the main things, is having s- like a support circle around you who genuinely care. If I didn't have the people around me who i do, I don't think the whole mental health deterioration would have happened a long time ago, like, despite all the things that have happened in my life so far.
1: It gets accelerated.
0: Massively. Yeah. But now, especially over the past 12 months, for me, that I've started investing more time into myself, regardless whether it's uh, doing hobbies with friends, uh, seeing family, just taking time out, playing video games, whatever. Just having that little time where I can have that little bit of self-care really does make a difference.
1: I feel like, for instance, and this could be you completely, this, this bit that I'm going to say does involve you, like we bought cinema cards. Yeah. Because we spent so much time working on the YouTube and the podcast and stuff like that, that we sort of put friends as a backseat thing, and I don't want that to be a thing. And we ended up getting these cinema cards. And even if it's just a night out where we just end up literally being out the house for a couple of hours, and we might not even say two fucking words to each other during the film, Mm -hmm. that's fine. That point
0: really made it very apparent to me when we went to see Spider-Man last. We were sat there, and I'd, I'd turn around and I was like, I can't believe how within the past i don't know maybe what three months out we've had these cards how much we've seen each other outside of doing stuff like hobby wise
1: yeah and we used to be at a point where every time we'd go out we'd talk about the channel and we talk about the youtube and this than the other and i feel like it's like a, a mutual agreement unless both of us bring that conversation up we don't have that conversation and we just enjoy just having a good evening yeah because
0: the only reason why we ended up starting youtube or the music or the podcast or whatever is just for a little bit fun but yeah when it starts getting to a point where that rules over everything and i don't know the majority of conversations revolve around those specific things then it starts effectively becoming a job or a chore or
1: yeah some people chase a job their whole life and that's fine that is okay you know, some people really want a certain job, and if you get it, respect more power to you. Not too right. Some people get a job from something that makes them happy, and not stereotyping or anything. But those people tend to look a lot happier mm-hmm. when they can make a passion into a career. Yeah, uh, because it becomes something on their terms. They're playing life on their terms.
0: Very true. But and, there's also, on the other hand, making sure that it still remains a passion once you've got it into a career.
1: Yeah, it should never be in a position where you end up compromising what you want to do. You know, because it's now a job. Mm -hmm. It should still be your passion and it should should still be something that you enjoy because otherwise, what's the point? You're only here once and it's a very short time, even though we like to think that we've got all the time in the world, we don't. And we should do the stuff that we actually want to do. And life's too short to be sat around complaining about work. You should... You know, if you're at work and you're not having a good time, that work should be paying for you to do the stuff that you want to do. I was just about to say that. Exactly like specifically. that. Specifically, yeah, you've,
0: you've got to have some sort of level of enjoying your work or your career yep. because it makes it a lot more manageable. But if you're if you're there nine to five, you get in and you can't wait to get out. And obviously that's the wrong path for you.
1: Yeah. You, I've seen some people before where they've been genuinely miserable at work. And don't get me wrong, I sound like a hypocrite because I've been there it's peaks and valleys, but you see some people who are genuinely miserable on a daily basis and you kind of have to sit there and be like, enough's enough. Mm-hmm. You know, if you really don't enjoy it that much, don't do it.
0: Yeah. There's something else I'm trying to learn about myself at the moment is chasing what I think is happiness. Yeah. So, I, I I don't want to get too specific like for my yeah, of course. personal uh, life. But chasing, yeah, dreams are great to have, but chasing something, but that is kind of out of your control. Yeah. That
1: scares the living piss out of me. Sometimes the hardest thing to do is learn to hand over the wheel to life. Yeah. And that sounds so cheesy and it sounds so much like, you are listening to meditation sort of thing. (laughs) But sometimes there are things that aren't in your control and you just have to let it happen. Mm -hmm. The things that you can control, try. Things that you can't control, just let it be. You know, let it happen because if you do try to control it, i found out in the hard way in the past, you become really obsessed with it it's and then very, it goes the other way. Yeah, I can imagine it also gets very disappointing if you get to a certain point
0: and something else happens which deflects the whole situation. So you then have no chance of being able to get that.
1: Yeah, like I used to be really pessimistic, for instance, and I'd be like, oh, expect the worst because if you get the worst, you've lost nothing. And it's just like, well, really? Like, yeah, but You're going to go through life... Like leading a really sad, yeah, lonely life. Whereas now, I don't expect anything. Mm-hmm. I don't expect the good or the bad. Yeah, and I just let it let it happen because then you're not trying to control every single part of your life, and that is a lesson that I've had to learn really hard. You become over a lot more laid back. <laughs> I try to like because I used to be one of those people that really would try to control every single facet of my life. Yeah, and you can't. Because there are people in that life that are included. Yeah. And they're, you know, they're just as important. That's the thing. I suppose everybody else has got their lives to lead as well. And if, unfortunately, if it doesn't
0: fit in to schedule with someone else's, then... It's a very lonely life, doesn't it? Yeah.
1: Which is just not worth it, really. Would you like to wrap this up and say anything else? Is there anything else you would like to cover? Enjoy day by
0: day as much as you possibly can because... You never, I know it's, a, it's very, very cliche. You never know when your last day may be. Something happened recently which could have gone a hell of a lot worse, but thankfully it didn't. I took a very different perspective to life after seeing this, and it was it was it was when we we're at download. Or something happened very close to us, and I was like, "Whoa!" Just because, I don't know what you're talking about. Just because yeah. self care wasn't taken into account and the people around didn't really give a shit, that could end everything.
1: Yeah, you could walk out tomorrow and get hit by a bus. That sounds really morbid. But it's true. But it's like, that is one of those things that you cannot control. No. And so that, you <laughs> might as well enjoy it. It's scary. And if you do get hit by that bus, ride it. Ride it right to the end, <laughs> Let's leave it on a happy note. I was going to say, on that note, <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> thank you for getting to this part of the podcast. We really appreciate it. Um, you can do all the likes, and all the follows and ratings and all that kind of stuff, you know what to do. Um, If you do enjoy this, we've got plenty of other episodes in our catalogue, so make sure to go and check those out as well because they are just as equally as funny, scary, hilarious, and all that other kind of shit. Thought-provoking. Yeah,
1: and that one. Get Uh, involved in the conversation as well. You can click a link where you can leave us a voice message for the podcast. Too right. And uh, did this episode make you happy? If it didn't, tough, you're already at the end. (laughs) Uh, If it did, thank you. And we will see you next week, guys. Peace out. Bye.